It's the Offix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Offix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuck. Welcome, fellow Offix. Uplanders, to another exciting episode of the UPX Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win. And as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later and T. Davis. Gentlemen, how you doing tonight? What's up? I thought we were only going to invite him like once in a while. I don't know about this every freaking week thing. Hey, he's got fans, baby. He's got fans. All right. All right. He helps the ratings. You see, Brian Bryan said we need more T. Davis. Yeah, yeah. How much you paying him? <laughs> I got the team saying. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, hey, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy every time you guys have me on. Yeah. All right. So T Davis is like that uh, when they bring a hot weather girl onto the news. Is that <laughs> is that what T Davis is? He's our hot weather girl I from New York. Be that. T Davis is the hot weather girl. <laughs> I like it. So we'll get right into the. This is a special episode of the podcast. Uh, we had a very interesting episode number one. Uh, that ran rather long, but very good conversation. Um, I think that's probably one of the better recorded pieces of information that's out there, either, you know, wrote down or video or audio. So hope you really enjoyed that last episode. And uh, this is catching up on everything we didn't get to in that past episode. And if you want to know what Upland is, if you forgot by the time that you listened to the last episode, here's Edan telling us what is Upland. So Upland is a digital metaverse that's uh, kind of like overlaid on top of the real world. Uh, Upland's inhabitants uh, play various games and competitions, uh, and they earn by trading their digital properties or assets or you know, even running their own businesses, and they connect with their local communities uh, of Uplanders. Um, the Upland metaverse is built with blockchain technology, and this powers a real-world economy where participants are able to extract monetary value back into the real world. And thank me later can always say it better, and I won't attempt it. Uh, (laughs) And our disclaimer, (laughs) our disclaimer is the thoughts and opinions expressed here on the UPX podcast are those of thank me later, T. Davis, myself, and any guests that we have on Upland. These views are not of Upland or anybody employed by Upland Me Incorporated. Uh, We're just passionate players that love this game and love to provide you insight each and every week. Thank you guys for and gals for listening. So with this show, uh, we got to catch up. We have the numbers. We have the fantasy football update. We have Fresno, the Halloween events coming up, and T. Davis giving us the big winners from his contest. So we'll jump right into the easy aspect right there and uh, talk about fantasy football. Last week, uh, thank me later, finally took his first L. I, I mean, I don't know that we need to talk about it. We can just go on. I mean, there's more important things to talk about. Uh, people get upset when they don't hear about how the Upland <laughs> Fantasy League is doing. And you were all about it when you were undefeated. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's, you know, it's it's fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> Sparkle got lucky one week. Sparkle Jr. Sparkle Jr. <laughs> uh, Nietzsche and dropped off too. He can't even defend himself. <laughs> oh, I will be listening. Sparkle Jr. calling you out. You got lucky. Whatever. We'll see you in playoffs. So, uh, yes, Nietzsche did take down Thank Me Later. Or Nietzsche and AKA Sparkles Jr. took down uh Thank Me Later, gave him the first loss of the <laughs> <laughs> first loss of the year. Uh Legacy Boss team beat up on T Davis's girl Sparkles, the original. Uh June June beat Recurrier. Choina beat Sunstar. Dizzy Dogs beat Z Hidalgo. And T Davis still is looking for that first win. I took down T Davis last week. It was close. It was close, yeah, but they uh, are every week they are. Was, what are you doing? Not winning fantasy football games, that's for sure. And, and it's not uh, looking so good for him this week either. See how Doggo's looking to put a smack down on him. Uh, this week I'm playing uh, Nietzsche T. Davis is going against the Hidalgo, Recurrier, and Sunstar matchup. China and Dizzy. Uh, thank me later in Blakely's boss. And Sparkles in June, June. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, Nietzsche's in first place, followed by Thank Me Later, Blakely's boss, myself, and then trying to round out the top five. T. Davis is sitting in the basement at 0 and 6. 0 and 6, my friend. Yeah, and I have some waiver acquisitions coming up this week, and there's also a trade that needs to be voted on. So, Anyone who's listening in the league, please go ahead and be aware of those. Well, I guess just that one thing. I only got the notification um, about my trade with Sparkles. And although it may look like collusion, I assure you it's not. It's a fair <laughs> trade. So, awesome. Well, I mean, honestly, at this point, you can use all the collusion and help you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, seven and six can make the playoffs, and so you guys, are, I'm going to be the one laughing if that happens. So, mm-hmm. I'm not giving up. I mean, don't feel bad that I don't know how to trade players or draft players or do anything related to players. I didn't even pick these players; they were auto picked, and um, I think half of them are dead. Like honestly, there's just like lots of zeros and like reds and things on my thing. I don't know. And yet, I'm still beating you all. Well, except for Nishran, <laughs> a.k.a. Sparkles Jr. But oh, man. That's fine. <laughs> man, oh, man. All right. All right. We'll, get, we'll jump right into the numbers. Uh, if you go to, we're looking at dapradar.com, rankings and games. Uh, earlier on Thursday, October 22nd, Upland sent out a tweet saying they were number one on the seven day action or the 24 hour action or the seven day action. I can't even get my tweets straight anymore. Um, but 24 action, we're actually down. Usually we're over, uh, 2000, uh, 2000 users right now. We're sitting at uh 1082, which I thought was kind of, we did spike the other day at 2.6 K, uh, over the seven day, we are sitting at number two, once again, behind Splinterlands at 6.71K. Once again, that's down. Usually we're a little over uh, 7K over a seven-day period. And the 30-day numbers, uh, we're sitting number five. We are up over Splinterland, uh, but we're about 10.2K users, and that's that's up over a 30-day average. So 
Still for a game in open beta, we're doing pretty good. Any real comments about that? Nope. I'll be interested to see once some other things happen. Again, I, I don't think, I think they're steadily growing their user base. I don't think any major advertising push. I mean, Fresno isn't a marketing event. No. Property development and some of the other things will be. So onto the real numbers that everybody gets excited about. Uh, net worth. Look at Dizzy. Dizzy hasn't moved much since uh, last week, but yet he's almost to 55. He's almost to 60 million. He's like halfway to 60 million UPEX. Think about that. 60 million UPEX. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. What? Halfway? Oh, you mean like he's at 55.5. Right. So, I mean, he's halfway to... 110 <laughs> okay thousand upex yeah. <laughs> um, i'm halfway to 60,000 upex <laughs> uh some movers on the overall net worth gunsmar moved up 36 spots Who the fuck is gusmar hey thanks for making this episode explicit <laughs> so quick to the Damn explicit uh, uh look at number hey, 70 is new up that's like 64 spots if it's new oh that's old damn yeah. it why are you running both okay duplo dupe 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 three dupe three dupe dupe uh flow nine up one spot oh a cop i always botch her name Akash no, now I'm going to get dead chickens in my mailbox. God there you it. go. You're getting the dead chickens. Um, Akasha Namir. Chickens. <laughs> She's Akash new to the list Namir. at uh, 33.5 million up X. And uh, to break the top 100, you need to have greater than 3.28 up X. That's insane. Yeah, it is. That's pretty insane. That's up a uh, hundred and some thousand from just last week. So yeah, about a hundred and ten thousand. It's it's growing at it's growing at a pretty good clip. And then the properties. You, you went on a little Number spree. Of properties. Ugh, Fresno, man. Uh, all right. So what do we got? We got a couple now. Kent, Kent breaking the thousand mark. Yeah. The first time Kent broke a thousand, and I think uh, Ben sixty eight since Big uh, Plick ran these numbers, I think he, uh, I think he broke a thousand too. Um, what? Since he ran the numbers, you bought another fifty six properties since this morning, or he's getting close. Is he still in here? Okay, I think so. Yeah, he might have dropped. He was he was in here earlier. Yeah. Whoa. Why? Okay. Yeah, he said he had a moment. He he's still here. <laughs> oh yeah, I had a moment. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, brother. The guy that wanna consolidate and it's keep his collection under a hundred is now at a thousand. <laughs> Jesus. 
Your properties fluctuate like a fraternity or a sorority girl during rush. It's weight. I don't know. Something's there. Right. Someone make that funny later. We'll do that in post-production. There is no post. All right. We don't have much of a team. Uh, oh, crap. <laughs> look, look at MJC. New to the list at number 47. Just pop it off. Probably a, a Fresna. A Fresnite? Could be. Uh, let's see. Jigo player, new to the list. Poppin T. Davis up 24. Yeah. We got two new players. Jigo player at number 72, 173. And Woot McLake at 165 and coming in at number <laughs> 75. All right. Like. Do these players know that like there's still a lot of normal good names available? Like you don't uh, have to pick terrible names yet. Uh oh, look at that. B Dag made the list. New to the property owners, number eighty one at hundred and fifty eight. Might be a little Fresno action, little Italy in Fresno. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Cybertracks came up, hit the list at one forty six. Intuition at 140 and uh, T600 at 128. So to crack the top 100 of property owners, you need to have 128 properties. Yeah, which, I mean, it's interesting because, I mean, you could do that even if you spent, what, say an average of 3000 which you don't need to in Fresno. What's that? Uh, less than, like, 500000 you could break that. But so this is an interesting one uh, to me. Oh, damn. TM not playing around. We had some major movers. So up squared. Okay. First of all, I think somebody pinged me and was like, Kent is buying up some large properties. So that got me spawning. It's really interesting. So as a point of reference, my up squared from our last week's episode was 104,000. I was the only player over 100,000 up X or up squared last episode. Today we have five people over 100,000 up squared and uh, Eric P. Martin's right on the cusp at 90. So Kent, so it's interesting. I, I will spoil it now. The top three did not change. And the order did not change. Um, but Kent went from 77,000 to 158,000. Z Hidalgo went from 92,000 to 180,000, which was almost double what I had last week. However, I apparently really drank the Fresno Kool-Aid and went from 104,000 to 240,000. So, oh, I guess that means I'm the first player to break 200,000. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. You don't get a badge yeah. for it, so. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that there was a lot of cheap big properties. There's been some talks of farms and wastelands. Um, so, I mean, I'll be honest, like Fresno, like my Explorer, I had sent it there the night before and, uh, he was way down South, by the way, not near any collections or any valuable properties. Literally, I looked at the map after I bought a bunch and it's like, just like scrap yards. It's just like, 
trailer parks and scrapyards. Like I was like, Oh my God, what did I buy? Um, <laughs> but they were huge, like two to 4,000 up square properties. Um, at about between 10 and 15 up X per up square, which you just, that's ridiculous. You can't get in San Francisco. And so, yeah. And so I was just like buying up huge swaths of land. And then today, uh, hashtag team turtle, uh, my my buddy hooked me up um, with the the largest property or heads up on the on the largest property of four thousand nine hundred ninety two up square, um, which is also it's a it's a lake. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so I grabbed that up today as well. I mean, what so, are you going to do with the lake? I don't, fish. I I want to make a fishing game. I was like, man, a fishing mini game. Cause like I would even fund it. So like, okay. So I put a hundred thousand up X worth of fish. So you're going to, you're going to be like 10. You're just going to be like the bass what? pro fishing game on this lake. Yeah. I mean, it's thing about it, like you could, you pay 10 up X, uh, to cast your reel and, and you play a fishing mini game and then you can win prizes or NFTs. I don't know. Maybe you pay up X and you get tickets that you can cash into like a little arcade stand or, you know, we can have fishing tournaments. I mean, all any kind of little mini game that you can think of, you could put then onto your property and like, that'd be super cool. So instead of having little rubber ducks, you're going to have little rubber turtles and you can pick it up and look at the prize on the bottom of the turtle. Yes, I like that. Yes, little little turtles. Yes. <laughs> Any other comments about our numbers from the week? With the exception of uh, thank you guys uh, at dailyuplander.com. A uh, very resourceful website there. Uh, Mixplick provides us the data each and every week, and he takes the time to do the upsquared by hand each and every week. We appreciate that extra effort there, and definitely check out dailyuplander.com. There you go. All right, so Fresno. Fresno was the big release. Where 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 do we even want to start with Fresno? Uh, there's so much uh, that happened there. Well, let's let's talk about why. Let's talk about why. So, if you're not familiar, I mean, because if you're like, wow, you know, okay, you know, sure, Upland's based in the real world, and real world has limited properties, but um, they opened up San Francisco, they've opened up New York, they've opened up uh, Fresno now, um, and. So you might go, oh my gosh, why am I going to buy? It's just going to, there's going to be a new city next week. Fresno was a very specific case of, you know, San Francisco and New York are definitely two, what I would call premium cities. Uh, think about like any RPG, you're essentially starting at the boss fight. <laughs> like, um, and yeah, cause it's always fun so rolling in with, kinda, it's always fun rolling in with uh, just basic gear and getting smoked in 30 seconds. Right. So, I mean, again, like that's, that's difficult. They, they were building some new tutorials from what I hear and um, wanted to make, I mean, even things like, like they, they did put more thought than I think people give credit. Um, And again, it's hard because we're experienced players. So we see, Oh my gosh, like, Oh, it's just a hundred thousand new properties and uh, all this cheap, blah, blah, blah. But like, okay. Even things like the, the, 
uh, visitor fees, right? Down to five, um, you know, five UPEX. Like, and I think that they set it to the minimum as well by default. And so all of a sudden it's like, hey, uh, that's, uh, you know, that's really nice. You can travel around. You can do, uh, I don't, can you do the uh, personal treasure hunts in? Um, I, I didn't check I if you could do the tried. personal treasure hunts or not. Oh yeah. So, so if you do the personal treasure hunts, um, you know, you can do that and it's a lot cheaper and they have like the smaller treasure hunts and things like that. I think it's a great opportunity to get new players in and kind of understand they can buy a couple things. And honestly, new players, and, and the, we'll talk about this more later um, on like flipping and, and whales versus new players, but that's why like they needed a place for the new players to start. I think Fresno was a smart choice. And I don't think we're going to see another one for a long time. I think, you know, they've now set the baseline. They have their Genesis city being San Francisco. Uh, That's where all the new features are going to be. They have their other big city release um, because honestly, like most of the big uh, monuments and collections and things like that are sold out in San Francisco. So New York is an opportunity to kind of experience the vanilla mode, um, if you will, of, you know, unreleased collections and things. And then you have Fresno for your new players. So I think they have a good base of cities now um, to kind of do the next phase of the game. Um, But yeah, let's talk. I know that there's some varying opinions um, on on Fresno and um, how it was released. Uh, Do you want to start with just, okay, so it was released, what, two days ago? Tuesday Tuesday morning. Or, yeah, Tuesday morning. So were you you there? Were you in Fresno? I was in Fresno, but I was working and unavailable to get onto the game right away when it opened up my time. It opened up 8 Pacific time, uh, 11 Eastern time, 10 year time. So I was not able to get right in on it, but it, it was it was kind of yeah chaos. I, as soon as I got in, I got in on my lunch break. I just wanted to check it out and... Man, everybody was already grabbing anything that was not FSA approved. It was just snatch, 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 and there there was just huge properties, and there were some glitches going on, and there were some issues. And then uh, I got a couple of large properties snatched up from under me because every time I went to Mint and said, oops, sorry, an error has occurred, and I'd clear my cache, and I'd reboot the game. I'd try it on the desktop. I'd try it on my phone, and it, it was bad. And then I watched some nice large four. 3,000, 4,000 up square properties get snatched up. And I'm like, crap. That's so funny. So a couple things. First of all, it's really interesting because I must, there wasn't an explorer next to me. There wasn't an explorer within miles of me. And I'm really surprised that no one like sniped me because like you just see my little turtle icon that's south of the city. I bought 67 properties, all probably a thousand plus up squares. Um, I mean, you saw, I mean, I did 140,000 up square <laughs> in, in property buy. There wasn't anybody there. There was some glitches. So it's interesting because it seems like a lot of people were in the main cities, which again, buying collections and getting the heart of Fresno, which makes sense. Um, I didn't really experience a lot of those issues. 
um, the, at some point uh, I did, I was one of the unfortunate people that had the glitch that was like, you buy it and it took your outbacks, but didn't give you the property. And that was momentarily concerning, except it's blockchain. They, they track all that. Um, I'm surprised people are like, Oh, it's going to be a mess. And it's going to take forever. They brought it down for what? Five minutes of maintenance. And that was resolved. Yeah, it was pretty um, quick. So that was pretty impressive. I, I, as uh, much the as, train debacle. I didn't follow the train debacle. Did you follow that? Basically, so if I can uh, just interject here, so of course. I have. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys were aware of this, but I had Upland uh, .li up and running in real time the data, and I had it just uh, spitting out Fresno property. So uh, Jones did purchase the. I guess technically second property, right? Because the uh, Gouda Lord train station is technically the first. So Jones picked up 2710 Tulare Street as the first property that came through on the database. And then the train star station started hitting like one after the other. You had two of 10 go the very next transaction. And then nine of 10 went and then a couple on Tulare and around that area. And then eight, 10 of the train station went, and then 310, and at that point, I think in the Discord, if you guys were in there, is when the the ruckus really started. Um, you know, WTF, I thought they were supposed to be locked, and it just it escalated from there. Yeah, so was it that it was supposed to – were they FSA, or was it – were they at least FSA or were they not FSA? They were they were not. These were okay. all non-FSA eligible players that scooped them up. Mm. Okay. So, like, I wonder if they were supposed to be launched under FSA and they just weren't marked that way or if they weren't supposed to be, like, launched at all. So, I don't know. I won't get too much into it. Like that happens. Um, again, the game developers have been pretty good about working with players to resolve that. Um, it's tricky. It's blockchain. It's not something that you can just like take away and and do. So it's it's true ownership. The game, the owners can't take that away from people. And then there's secondary sales. And um, so I know that was a that was a big piece. But that was, I mean, that all resolved itself. I mean, the train thing I think is still open. I don't know that there's a final resolution on that. Um, but that was all probably was within the first hour. And then I think the next thing that was really big is the flip. So at least for me, like I wasn't even thinking about collections to begin with really. Cause uh, you know uh, the big ones are locked anyway. Uh, and then, so the collections came live uh, so you could search them again, lots of FSA properties there. And then, uh, you know, I think that that became the the Fresno game, and I think is going to be the Fresno game for quite some time, because people that are, let me say this: if you're in Discord saying the whales are buying up Fresno, no, <laughs> no, they're not. Um, Fresno can only be bought to 25% if the whales bought every single available non-FSA property. They're not doing that. That would be just a ridiculous amount of properties. It's not happening. Now they're buying up probably key non FSA properties. Sure. But 
there's as many properties as there is in San Francisco. So it's not being sold out. I don't even think, I mean, there's a couple collections now that are sold out that are kind of smaller, uh, but some of the bigger ones aren't even sold out at all. Um, so I don't yeah. know. I, I couldn't, to me, that really irked me. Like the whales aren't buying. They, the whales didn't buy up everything that they could. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> there's, at least a thousand more properties that I want to buy myself. Uh, So there, and it, and honestly, like I didn't get into the collections until late afternoon, hours and hours after launch. And I bought up and well, I partnered with FSA players um, to buy up several dual collection properties. So ones that were both in the neighborhood and a street, those were available six, seven hours after launch. So it didn't get bought up instantly. The whales weren't buying it all up. <laughs> There's still a ridiculous amount of, of quality properties out there. Um, so I don't know. That's TML, I don't know if you recall this, and I would be shocked if you did, but back when I started, um, I guess in August, I had made a comment in the Discord about, I think, New York – was getting ready to open up. Right. And I had made some comment along the lines of, um, are they going to give the newer players the opportunity to purchase some of the quote unquote good properties. Right. And I went on to say how all of the, what I interpreted as good properties in San Francisco all being owned. And those are, you know, like landmarks, celebrity addresses, anything that if you were to put in a Google search, famous San Francisco properties mm-hmm. or, or any similar query, right? And then go look in Upland and it's going to be owned, right? And so that was my interpretation of what a good property was because I was new to the game and I didn't really understand what value and what good could actually mean. And you explained it to me in the discord. And I wish I would have known we were going to talk about this because I would pull it up because your explanation was phenomenal. And um, I think Laz was still the moderator at the time and and he chimed in also. And uh, it really put things in perspective for me at the time. And maybe I will put, I will go back in the discord and and dig it up and I'll post it in the uh, UPX podcast for, for those to read it because it was really good. But, you know, value is what, the upland community says is value right and so obviously the landmarks and the famous addresses are always going to get picked and they're likely going to be picked up by the most experienced and veteran players because they know what they're doing they know how to get there first they you know they've been doing this for a while and not to mention they likely have the the liquidity to to purchase those those lots and if you're a new player and you're discouraged by the fact that this has happened in Fresno also, my advice on it is to go and create your own value out of something, right? Just, you know, find a neighborhood that is like, that has a lot of waterfront property and go in there and make that your thing that you're going to pick up all the properties around the water or, or, or whatever it may be like go in and create your own value. And I feel like that would be a successful path forward for you. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think people underestimate 
Well, and the thing is, people don't want to work. They just want to go buy a property that's going to give them profit. Um, and so that's the thing about Upland. It's like, yeah, if you get lucky, you snag one of these properties, you win a contest, you can make a little bit of money. But that's not – it's going to be the players like TM, like yourself, that like Nishran, who are creating a market. They're creating the demand. Um, look at – Again, Alamo Square. I mean, what, there's nothing special about Alamo Square except for the fact that everyone. Well, oh, there's don't actually don't, several, don't there's let several, try, don't let China hear you say there's nothing <laughs> special about Alamo Square. <laughs> I mean, inherently, it's not an, an upland collection. Yes, it has the painted ladies. Um, so that's six of the however many hundred plus properties. You know, several seven properties in the collection. Um, seven painted ladies. Yeah, uh, in there. And it's around a park. It's well organized. So like there's some aesthetically pleasing pieces about it, but the, the real value came in of like building that community, getting the players to go. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to put my name on this section of land and I'm going to be excited about it. I'm going to commit to developing it. And again, like I think VV is going to be the largest property, the largest neighborhood with that kind of economic value. I think it's going to, you know, I don't think that the properties will ever be worth a hundred thousand a piece like um, Alamo Square is at the moment. But I mean, VV is you know building it up, Dog Patch is building it up, um, and so I think that that's a really good point. And there's a hundred ways like gamification. I cannot stress this enough. Uh, people like go find a niche, a niche niche, whatever. Like I like collecting the number one. There's also, like, it sounds silly, numbers, 666, 420, 420. ha, ha, ha. Like, go find those addresses. Go find unique um, street names. Somebody found, you know, Upland Drive, boom, sold, obviously. Like, and the (laughs) true story, the Upland developers didn't even realize that that was a street um, (laughs) in San Francisco, um, which I think is really funny. and so go find those things. And then you have to put in the work though. So you find these cool properties, right. then you build a brand around it. You, you go into discord, you talk about it, you put up a website. Um, and you know, now your properties are worth a significant amount of money. You're building community, your name brand. And then, you know, that's, that's how you do this. Like that's how you play the game at its current state. And I mean, it will evolve as we have property development. That's going to be a whole new ball game, uh, but it's going to expand on the people that already have a brand and have um, those, those mechanisms in place to reach an audience to say, Hey, come visit my cafe. You want to buy my block Explorer. You know, the quality of the product I put out is good. You know that it's going to retain its value because I'm putting my name on it um, and supporting it. Uh, so people who aren't willing to put in the work aren't going to profit nearly as much and they're not going to be as successful. Like this isn't a, this isn't AFK arena. You can't just, you know, sit here and, and collect your UPEX each week and be, ex, you know, exceedingly successful. You'll take five years to recoup your, your interest, but uh, you can flip it and make it a whole lot quicker. And, and right which, now, which, which right now is yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. now is the most, amazing time to be a new uplander you throw your five dollars in you become an uplander but you can go from uplander to pro like that within an hour 
it's yep. right now you buy up the FSAs, you find you find somebody that can't buy the that's uh, higher than a pro, or that's a pro and pro and higher, and you just work out some deals. I know uh, uh, I worked out some deals with uh, Toyak. He ended up hooking me up with the collections that I couldn't get, so you know I pushed him over the edge to a pro. So it's an absolute wonderful time to put five dollars in and get to pro status without much work. Yeah, and I won't say without much work. I mean, it's it takes a little bit of time. I mean, you got again, you got to be active in the community. Go to Discord, but find a, a partner. Nishiran probably made seven or eight pros out of people. Um, I made a couple. I mean, everyone who is looking to get these markets. Um, now it's interesting though because there's some differing views on um, <laughs> what, what does that mean because you said it, you know, I'm not going to call you out, but you know, you're like, Oh, you know, all these players taking advantage of these new people. I don't see it at all that way. Even a 30% markup, like you're like, Oh, a 30% markup when the property could be worth five or six X or buying it from them and then trying to flip it for five or six, you know, X the amount. Like, so do you want to want to talk about your position on that and put you on the spot? Yeah, absolutely. So, like I had just said, right, the in the game, value is what you make it, right? So in Upland, any particular property is only going to be worth what somebody in the community is willing to pay for that, right? And so before Fresno opened, there in the fan server channel, there was a little competition going on talking about like 10% and 9.9, 9.8. I don't know if you guys had seen that, right? But then uh, – yeah, yeah. But then – then Nitrin, the I think it was like the day of Fresno opening, so he set the market right. He set the market at one one hundred percent. Any FS eligible players want properties, I will pay you one hundred percent of it. So that then established the new baseline, in my opinion, in my view, right. So that was the current rate of what is being paid for these properties. Sure, once Nitrin's money runs out, then that value if it ever does run out, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like once he stops buying properties, then a new baseline will be established. But that is where it started when Fresno opened at hundred percent. And then, you know, TML, he said his, he contributed to the baseline by paying two X and well, no, no, I think he was paying two X. So it's a hundred percent. Yeah. He was paying two X. hundred percent. Okay. So then there were, they were identical. Okay. Y- yeah. Yeah. I think very, that very good. Most of the players, most of the, I don't want to say respectable players because everyone, for the most part, is respectable. What was Kent paying? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, we're not going there. On this one. Uh, right, right. You, you so got to stop your man crush with I'm that saying. man. Just there, leave him alone. This baseline being set, uh, you know, by like you said, these you know these veteran players, the ones. I mean, I could just I can kind of lob it right back to you and say, well, why do you feel that that 100 percent or two times was the, the rate for it because you were feeling generous or because that was your interpreted value of what the new players should be getting for the FSA only properties because non FSA can't get that. Uh, honestly, it's, I don't want to say it's generosity, but honestly a two X is super generous. I mean, if you think about it, these players, they're not doing anything really. They're buying properties and they're making immediate profit. Now I paid two X for a property that 
it doesn't earn 2x interest. I mean, it will if I put it in a collection, but so I buy some extra properties, it's going to take 10 years instead of five years to earn its interest back on that. Um, it's not going to probably have property development or I, I'm not going to get massive visitor fees from it. Um, the only potential thing is that I can flip it later. Now that player can take his, you know, that 2x profit, buy two smaller properties, and then flip those all the way up to 100,000. So again, I have a $5 bill. I mean, that's my my thing is people put in $5 on those days and turn that into $100. Like, I mean, that's a 20x return. Like, we're not going to see that as, as veteran players. Now we, we also know, Hey, like these are things that we kind of want to, um, I don't want to say control, but like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like these are collections that I think eventually people like being like me, like I want to have all the collections. So they're going to be in demand and there's going to be a niche market, but it's going to be a hold'em situation. And a new player isn't going to want to hold these properties for a year or two till they double in value. Like, or, and I mean, honestly, it'll be significantly more yeah. than that. But again, they, hopefully they've taken that money. Like if you give me $5 and I give you a hundred dollars back, Granted, okay, so I'm going to hold my $5 and turn it into um, $500 in two years. Like, okay, there's no reason you now as a pro couldn't do what I just did. Go find, you know, go double your money again or pay somebody 2x to buy more properties. Like, Right, so they're, they're, but we're right back to that, to, to, to that 2x, right? Like that's that should be... I don't, I don't even want to say should, right? So my, my issue just with, with any of this is the, the lack of information to the new player, right? Like Fresno was designed for the new player, right? The Fair Start Act. And I just, I feel like if a new player comes in and doesn't even know that there's a menu at the bottom of the app, right? Because I, I didn't, when I first opened it up, I didn't notice the three-dot oval, for maybe, you know, a few hours and I'm like, oh, wow, there's a menu here to even realize that there's collections. And so if we know that Lowell is a sold out collection and you just sold a the whole collection for 300 percent, I feel like it isn't very fair for a, a, a shark to approach a new player and say, hey, I'll give you 10% for an olive av or I'll give you 30%. And there's nothing wrong with it either. Right? There's, there's nothing wrong with being a sharky player, but I just, I'm a fan of the information being out there for all of the players, especially in Fresno, a city designed for them to, to start out in. And so, yeah. So let me, let me put it this way. Those people that are getting the 30% offers, right? They're in discord. That's the only way there's no in-game messaging. There's no backdoor. So, and I mean, I saw conversations of like that. I know I, I get everyone's else is getting two X. Like, first of all, I mean, the market was set and you have access and what imagine you joined a game and you immediately get, pegged by a whale, like, again, do a little bit of research, find out who they are and go, Hmm. Okay. You're asking me to buy these properties and you're going to no holds bar. Give me 30% profit. Are you not shopping around? Are you not immediately suspicious? Like, wait, what's going on here? See, I don't know. That's that's, and that's like, I'm not against the, 
you know, the, the idea of it being a free market and you buy for what you buy for and sell for what you sell for. I am against the manipulating the, the information and telling people that, you know, no, the, the, 30% is what they're going for when it's not like, that's just, you know, so, so, like so you're worried economy. about, so, I'll, I'll so you're worried. Oh, go ahead. Go so, ahead. so it's kind of like you're worried about somebody taking advantage of grandma and ripping off her retirement fund. Exactly. It's like, it's almost like, a, you know, like a, a pawnbroker offering a hundred dollars for an antique that's worth a hundred K and, you know, telling them that they're not going, if they go to the next guy, he's only going to give you 80 bucks. Like that's the equivalent of what's going, what I see going on amongst some of the players. And, but it's not like they started the game. If they came in into the game and they were given, here's five properties and they were part of an exclusive collection. And then you go, Hey, I'll buy those off of you. And they're like, oh, okay. But then they get ripped off. Like they were never going to buy those properties. If they didn't know about collections and they didn't know about it, there's no way that they would have just accidentally bought those collections. Like the likelihood is very, very small. And then I also equate, so I remember when I first started playing World of Warcraft and I remember I had some enchanting mats. And it was very low-level stuff. I thought, oh, my gosh, it's, it's low-level. And uh, some high-level person came up on their big, shiny amount. I was like, oh, my gosh. And they're like, hey, do you have any of this item? And I went, oh, yeah, I got some of this item. And they're like, I'll give you X amount of gold. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is mind-blowing. This is more gold than it would take me days to farm this. Um, yes, please take all this. And then I, I make it to the first city, and I'm like, oh, shit. I could have sold it for 10x that. But – that's the game. Like I didn't do any research. I was happy to make that money. And you know what? Uh, lesson learned after later on. Uh, well, I never did that to, to newbies. I always gave a fair price, but you know, that, that is part of the game and, and that's how it goes. So basically he I, says he doesn't yeah. care about your grandma T Davis and he's stealing that. He's stealing <laughs> that fund. You know what? That It's, it, it's obviously uh, going to be seen a, a lot of different ways. And I feel like, like I said in the, the podcast uh, group message that we have, like I might be a bit biased. I'm not a, a fan at all of the cutthroatness of the real estate market and most markets that are cutthroat. It's not, you know, it doesn't, I, I don't, I don't care for them too much. And so maybe I'm just projecting some of that into the game unnecessarily. But as far as, the information being out there, I am definitely a fan of that. And I wish it was, I wish there were tools in game where you could see those types of transactions happening real time. So you would just, you would, you wouldn't have to do a whole lot of work, join a discord, go look and see and, and find, find a website that's what, tracking uh, yeah, it. And- like it's, it's, you know, yeah, it, it would be a lot of work to actually, you know, in real life, if you are trying to sell a property, you're going to do your homework and you're going right. to have all the tools at your disposal. And if you make a stupid deal at that point, it's your fault because you had the tools available to you, but they're they're really not there. And the fact that they're not and people taking advantage of that. There's that phrase again, taking it. Yeah. But I don't know. Again, I think (laughs) it's to me, it's you're in discord already. 
the tools are available. If you're in Discord, that's the equivalent in my mind at this point right. of having of having Zillow. Like if you're selling property, you can ask you can ask a friend, ask, hey, what's the going rate for this? Like, hey, I got this message from this person who wants to do this. Like, what do you guys think? Is this a good deal? And then we'd be like, no, I'll pay you two X. Like, nope. Like the fan server has dedicated right, yeah. know, pricing channels. It has those tools that has the, you know, if you're a premium subscriber, if you're a booster of the fan server, you get to see real time market deals. I know hackers working on, you know, the off market deals as well to have complete visibility into that. So the tools are available. And again, I feel like if you partnered with a pro, then you had the tools available. You knew what you were getting into. And I don't know that anyone made turn that $5 into a hundred dollars and went, Oh man, I got ripped off. That's just not happening. No one's like, Oh, I got taken advantage of. No. Cause you wouldn't have known they were collections. Anyway, your potato ass would have bought some random ass property. Like we all did. Like who the hell? <laughs> your potato like, ass. <laughs> wow. Why, why do people got to be potatoes? <laughs> fucking potatoes, man. Like, Come on, I bought a random ass set of properties that are with no value. I spent, you know, my first two or 300,000 UPEX on properties that were absolutely useless that I still couldn't sell if I sold them at Mint today in San Francisco. So, no, I don't feel bad for new players who get in, pay $5, and partner with a pro and turn that $5 into $100 in less than 12 hours. Sorry. But nope. it, it's Fresno. It's the first upland bubble. Yeah. yeah. Is it a bubble though? I mean uh, we're not seeing we're not seeing ten X prices in in like non collections. Cause I said it L- L- Laurel, Lowell, whatever. I mean the first neighborhood collection to be sold out, that's gonna be the Hyatt Ashbury, which is shenanigans as far as I'm concerned. I, I mean um Chinatown for 10, 20,000 and it's, you know, whatever, just cause you want the collection. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. And I'm very interested to see where Fresno goes to as it's the onboarding for new players of what's really going to develop there. I know T Davis and his crew, they swarmed on little Italy and sold that out. Pre- well, Chinatown sold out first and then, uh, it's half the size though. You just got to make sure that you add that. <laughs> Oh, wow, oh, now now you now you want to go size. Now size matters. I, I thought size didn't size matter. Matters, yeah. <laughs> now size matters. I see. Uh, yeah. But Chinatown sold out. T. Davis and his crew they came through and uh, wiped out uh, what was available in Little Italy. Lowell oh, sold, wait, wait, sold wait. out. So let's talk about that. So T. Davis, how much did you pay your FSA ringer? What was the markup? So, so oh. for for mine, I have been paying. 50% markup or 2K, whatever is higher on non collections. And then during, so I picked up my, so I went right into Little Italy mm-hmm. and that was with our cohort, which we have our own arrangements and agreements that are bound by secrecy. So I can't discuss those. But uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. so now you got uh, secrets. So, I, I, no, I did pick up. I did pick up Olive Ave, and um, I paid two X on them uh, to Surrey. In fact, not only did I um, pay two X on them, but I did. I also paid in an alternative currency. I sent him uh, the balance, so I paid some of it in Upix and 
the uh, remaining balance in ETH that I sent over last night. So um, I think that was about $17 in ETH. That was the remaining balance on the Lowell and uh, Olivav that he picked up for me. But mind you, this was still when 100% was the baseline price. That's what, um, in my opinion, was the going rate for it. So, yeah, I think 2x, 100% markup is, is fair. Um, really for any, well, not for any. I think to, I, I like the 2x or 2k, like whichever is greater. Um, yeah. All right, so... Man, we're just killing it, killing it with his podcast tonight. Uh, <laughs> we we're, so thank me later. You got thirty seconds to wrap up your thoughts on Fresno. Love it. I'm happy about it. New players sell don't sell for less than two X on FSA. Yeah, bye. T. Davis, your thirty seconds. Your thoughts on FS or on uh, Fresno? Uh, it's fantastic. I'm super excited about it. Uh, that we have somewhere to send new players, man. I'm super excited. All right. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how Fresno is going to grow out. There's 160,000 total properties. 75% of those will be available for the new players. And so basically 40,000 for anybody prone above. It'll be interesting. A lot of big lots. Interesting to see where property development goes for it and how these collections play out. The Fulton Street's going to be crazy when that releases as a collection i want to see the secondary third area selling prices of that collection forget full and talk about firehouses my god oh yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a, a mix of nonsense for sure yes all right halloween we got a lot of stuff coming up for halloween here on upland uh t davis what anything you want to talk about on halloween um, just that the Halloween.upland.li site is still up. So if you're needing a, a costume and you don't have the time to get in your submission before the 26th, go ahead and visit there. Uh, you can download a costume overlay for some of the defaults. Um, I did stop taking custom costume orders. Unfortunately, I got too busy. But I, uh, I think that we pumped out. Like, and At the end, it should be about 15 or 16 which is pretty significant. So definitely proud of the team for taking care of that for the Halloween event. And um, they're just other than the remaining events that they have in the, the announcements, as far as the 3d sculptures and the videos, I can't wait to see those. Um, I haven't submitted any myself. I know Chica 86 is in with the, 3D trains that stirs Merlin that was so gracious to done to do for us. And uh, I can't wait to see those on the map. It's going to be awesome. Nishiran's got a yeah. nice video he shared. Yeah, <laughs> I did see that. Yep. Yeah. Lots of little, um, little Easter eggs in that video. Uh, very well done. Your thoughts on the Halloween stuff coming up TML. Yeah. I'm, I need to get my slacking ass doing some stuff I'm, I'm need to do that pumpkin carbon contest i'm really excited about that i'm gonna i'm gonna get in on that um and I, I got a pretty awesome costume that i'm excited about uh for my wedding bowser so i might just go as a ghost <laughs> it's a ghost. yeah nope. I'll, I'll... <laughs> nope 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 <laughs> 
with a with a flaming lower le- letter T for to get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Hey, you know what I was thinking? What about a uh, a paper bag? Like, isn't a flaming bag of poop? That's a thing. Right? Uh, can you make that for me? Sure. Just make Honestly, me a flaming bag of or a bag yeah. of poo on fire. Yeah, just uh, you know, use uh, what you do in the bedroom and just put a paper bag over your head. <laughs> you got cameras in my bedroom. What is going on? Uh-huh. I'm everywhere. I see that. I see that. Um, all right. Uh, T. Davis, you want to hit up your winners, share your screen, get the wheel going? Yeah, let's do that. All right. So, all right. So, this was for the event that I ran for Jones's Kids. Um, and the award was the Little Italy logo. Um, NFT that was minted by Upland Comics. Thank you to Recurrier and his team for taking care of that. Uh, the NFT itself is going to be a Little Italy utility NFT. What that means isn't fully defined yet, but I do promise that there will be some perks and um, other rewards that go along with being an owner of that NFT, as I described in the uh, the formal announcement of the event. So, without further ado, let me go ahead and load up the entrance here. So, Mars Utah led both um, entrance with so he had eighteen in the first one, eight oh six Monterey Boulevard, and he had twenty three on Victoria Street. So we'll see how that plays out here. Let me go ahead and load these up. Shuffle and spin. Here we go. So this is going to be for number 20. We're going to do this 20 times? No, 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 no. It's only 20 and 19. Um, So NFT number 20, whose winner is ABCDEZ. Congrats, man. I like that name, actually. Yeah. All right. Should remove all instances. Oh, can you win twice? Yes. All right. I'm kind of rooting for A, B, C, D, Z, Z. Actually, yeah, it doesn't matter. This is a second property, so I got to repaste them all anyways. I guess that was just out of habit. Oh, I got you. I got you. All right. Man, look at all those Mars Utahs. Okay. Well, I see a couple A, B, C, D, E, Z's. That's who I'm rooting for. All you right. can do it. Or this my boy, Green the- Turtle. I see Green Turtle. Get it. All right. Here we go. This is for number 19. Uh, where is it going to land? Uh, oh, oh, oh really? Come on. Sweep. <laughs> wow. Clean sweep. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. A, B, C, D, E, C. Get it. It's right. like the NBA Congrats lottery. My man, A, B, C, D, E, Z, winning numbers 20 and 19. I will hit you up and DM to get your wax wallet address, and congratulations, man. That's what happens when you stuff the voter box. You still don't win. <laughs> when, he, when he bribes the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, 
thank me later. You have anything else for our listeners? No, I got to go. I'm sure uh, give my lady lots of massages for this ridiculously long double podcast. So thanks for that. I got to sit in front of company executives in about uh, six hours. So it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, not oh, looking forward your, to that. Bring your ghost costume. That goes over great in front of the execs. <laughs> <laughs> D. Davis, you have any plugs or anything you want to say? Um, I don't. Uh, let's just wrap this one up. I need to get going too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks to Mixplix for the for the data again. I already shouted them out. Daily Uplander. Yes, always check out Daily oh, Uplander. Yeah. yeah. Um, Daily Up. Uplandworld.com. That's my shout out. Yeah. I got to support my boy Hacker. If you're not on the fan server, Upland fan server, check it out. Boost us. Get access to all kinds of really cool bots that uh, Upland World and uh, is doing in Hacker. So check that out. Very cool stuff. Make sure you're subscribing, liking, and if you're on a platform that lets you leave reviews of the podcast, leave those reviews uh, and let us know. Uh, what you want to hear more from this podcast give us feedback about what you thought of these last two uh, podcasts we'll have them up shortly so talk to everyone next week it's the opix podcast baby Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm screwed.